We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome back packers fans to the pack a day podcast the thursday edition the i guess this is the second off-season edition of the pack a day podcast on thursdays i'm jason perone you can find me also over at game on wisconsin and on Twitter, at Jason Perrone, along with me, as always, is Mark Eckel of Packer Report. Mark, yes. watch, watch some playoff games, and none of them involve the Packers. Did you have any envy? I wouldn't call it envy. I mean, I think there are teams that were in the playoffs that the Packers were better than. Um, but they didn't, you know, that's not what I, it doesn't matter what I think. They had their chance and, and didn't get there. And to be perfectly honest, and you and I kind of talked about this, I think both last week on the air and in, and our, just our own, our own little chats, that this team wasn't winning the Super Bowl this year. Right. And if that's the ultimate goal, then making it, you know, this isn't like, like for the Giants, for instance, making the playoffs and then winning a playoff game, that could go a long way in helping this team over the next five years. Yes. You know Daniel Jones and 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 Dable as a coach, and you know that, that that's a good thing for them. And even if they lose this week to the Eagles, which I think they will, 
uh, it's still a great season for them and a, and a building block for the future. Now, if things were different this year, if 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 Jordan Love was the Packers quarterback all season, and yes, then making the playoffs would have been a big would have been a big step. But with the team the Packers had, I don't think making them just just making the playoffs was was that would have been a great accomplishment. I mean, coming from four and eight, it would have been kind of wow, look what they did. But I'm not that upset that this team missed the playoffs because of the circumstances surrounding the team, just the year they had. And the last thing I would I wanted I would have wanted to see is them to get blown out in the playoffs, like Tampa Bay last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, Tampa won the South because somebody had someone to had to. Yeah, they finished eight and nine, just like the Packers. Right, and the Packers beat them. So, you know, if if that was a top, if I mean, if the NFL went to the best seven teams make the playoffs, Tampa, Tampa wouldn't have been. I mean. But the Lions, the Lions went nine and eight. Lions had a better record than Tampa. So I mean, yeah, Tampa did not belong in the playoffs, and it showed. It showed. It showed last night. I mean, they were never even in that game. So I mean, um, Seattle, they hung with the Niners for a little bit, but then it was only a matter of time. I think. I I, I think the Packers are better than both Tampa and Seattle. Right. But Tampa won their division, and Seattle won one more game than the Packers did. So that that's. I think for me, watching the games, it became obvious. I don't think Green Bay was ready to compete with San Francisco. Not on the road, not the way they were playing, even though they were the Packers were playing better. I, I don't think they would have. They would have beat the Vikings again, though. I don't. I don't think. I. I do think they would have. I. I do yeah, think. I do. Th- I do think they would have. And then, if you win the first playoff game, then that can change the trajectory of a lot of things. Like I think, everyone loves to talk about the Atlanta game in 2010 because that was just such a big. Yeah. They had to come back, and the way they did it, then they they really got hot. Rodgers was playing well, and but honestly, they didn't play a very great game to went to seal it to go to the Super Bowl the following week in Chicago. But it was you got to win that game at Philly first, and right. that that's where it starts. I mean, I guess you could say the Bears game the, in, in Week 16 or Week 17 that season was was a playoff game because they had to win to get in they had to in win the first to place get in. and then and then they run the table and they end up winning the super bowl so that's why anybody thinks just get in and and see what happens but, think, but and you know what with everything that, that I just said you're right you're 100% right if you get in anything can happen like the Gi- hey like I'm saying I don't think the giants are going to beat the eagles but they might I mean, well, it's not like it's it, you know I mean and then and then and then you're in a championship game anything can happen yeah, but I I agree with you though. I I think the Packers. I don't think they were set up to win. I mean, we'll never know. Maybe they they would have. And you know, you, you do some simulation or something, and like, oh my gosh, they, if they had just gotten in, they would have somehow won. Like I, that that would shock me. I guess I've seen crazy things happen in the NFL, but that would mean that they take out three NFC teams and then have to beat it a really good AFC team, whichever one it is that gets to the to the Super Bowl. Because, oh, there was no way. To, there was no way they were beating it. The AFC no. looks. I mean, I, I'm really. I, I'm I'll really tell you right now. I don't think anybody in the NFC is beating the AFC. Whoever comes out of the AFC. I really yeah, I, it doesn't look like it. I'm. I'm really. Anything, the, again, anything can happen. For it's the first time in a, a best of seven, it's one game. One game, and for the first time in a long time, and I'm maybe a couple of years late on this, but I, I used to focus more on the NFC playoff game. Well, usually because the Packers were impacted by them, right. so I would watch those games by by nature anyway. But I'm way more excited about the AFC matchups now because it seems like it's setting up for Chiefs and either 
Bills. Whoever win. wins the Bills, make, yeah, and it could go either way. I and mean, hey, that, that, Jacksonville. I, I, <laughs> it's Doug I Peterson. It's Doug Peterson. City, so I didn't think they'd do a lot of things. We know what happened, and I don't know how this happened. It just did. All the good young quarterbacks are in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Although I could stop, I could, I, I could, I could leave out the word young even. But I mean, Burrow and Allen and Mahomes. Mahomes is still young, right? Yep, I would. I'd he's say still he's still on the. Young, but he's still young. He's not old, right? Um, you know, Bert, those three, and then you got Lawrence, Herbert, who just needs somebody to coach him. I mean, they're all. I mean, as as rough a year as, or I won't even say as, as subpar a year as Aaron Rodgers had. He still wanted, in my opinion, and and I and we'll get into Aaron Rodgers in a little bit later. But there aren't that many quarterbacks in the NFC, in the NFC that I'd rather have. I mean, right now, if you look, at, and the other thing is, is the young quarterbacks are pretty much all that's left right now. All of the the oh yeah, there's there's not a thirty year old there, there's 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 not a quarterback over thirty still playing. Right, and I think I I, I mentioned Hurts a I think couple Dak times. Is the oldest at twenty nine. Right, so. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you feel about Jalen Hurts. I love him. I absolutely love him. I mean, this year. I mean, he's. I think he's MVP. So he might be, but he's one of. Uh, yeah, he's I mean, one. Who else? Yeah, I'd rather have him than Rogers right now. Of who? Of but, who else? Because Brock Purdy, he's playing well yeah, right I mean, now. That, but that's a. We don't. I'm still not sold on Brock Purdy. Even if, if he wins the Super Bowl, I'm still going to say, all right, let's see you do it again next year. You know, I, I don't know. I just can't believe. But what you know. It's an indictment of the entire league and, and every scouting department. If this kid is that good, how the hell did he last to the last picket? How did everybody pass on him seven, eight times? Even the Niners. Yeah, oh yeah, the Niners. They don't get credit. They they it was a they threw a dart at the board and took if they liked him that much, they would have taken him in the even in the sixth round. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like they oh, we were waiting, we had it all scoped out. They got they got that was pure luck. They didn't know what they were getting. Right. But this transitions perfectly to kind of what I want to talk about next, which is we're recording this on Tuesday evening, and uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke earlier today on the Pat McAfee show, and I'm sure the Wednesday group will probably talk about it a little bit too, or has already spoken about it a little bit as well. But we'll give we'll give our take. So you look at at what Brock Purdy is doing, and you think to yourself, okay, I think the vision of Matt Lafleur coming in is that his quarterback is completely bought in. And is running that offense the majority of the time, where we know that with Aaron Rodgers being so established and veteran and winning MVPs since Matt Lafleur got here, playing his style, being his being Rodgers, you're never going to see the pure Matt Lafleur offense. So, would it be something similar to where if you put Jordan Love out there, or even a, a quarterback with with a skill set less than what Love has, can can the Packers yes. be? Can they yes. be? Can they be successful? And yes. I guess that's a perfect time for us to talk about some of the stuff that Aaron Rodgers said, which wasn't much. I mean, he didn't say much that gave us any clue as to where things are going. We have no no more clarity on that than we did on Monday. But there were well, there were a few things okay. that he said. Well, the one thing that there's two, I think. I mean, the Packers come out, both Lafleur and Gutenkunz come out, and they, and they say what they have to say. I mean, I again, I I'm, I know I'm I'm jaded because I've I've covered these things for so many years, and I know like I roll my eyes sometimes when they would answer questions when I'm know that when I know they're just saying what, what they have to say. But 
you know, the, oh, we, of course we want Aaron back. Yes, we want Aaron back. He's an MVP, probably two, four time. Yeah, they, well, I mean, <laughs> it'd be great if, if I mean, not just that, and I mean, just from a quote standpoint, and, and I'm still, I still look at things as a writer sometimes, but, you know, it, it would be unbelievable if, if, if Gutenkunst stands up there and says, no, we don't want him back. My God, did you watch him play this year? No. Get off. We're dying. I can't, God, I pray he retires. If not, we're going. I'll try to trade him. I don't know what I can get for him, but no, he's not going to say that. <laughs> right. You know, he can't can't say that. Even if that's how he feels, I don't think he feels quite that strongly. But, but apparently, now Rogers met with whomever. I'm assuming it was everybody from Lafleur to Gutenkunz to Murphy. Yeah, because it was over the course of a couple days. Two right? days, right? Yeah. So they talked about a lot of things, and. Rodgers is again sticking to the, and he's asked by McAfee and AJ Hawk and whoever's doing the interview with him, what's your future or what's your plans? And, you know, do you want to come back or whatever they ask him? And he, he's sticking to the, well, it has to be a mutual decision. Well, if the Packers are telling the truth, they already said they want you back. So that's the, they've, they've said publicly, oh yeah, we want him back. But, sounds to me like privately they didn't quite express that to him or he wouldn't still be saying it has to be mutual right because they made it if, if you're going to go by what they said publicly well they want their their end is it is mutual you know right and then the other thing he said was the best thing i thought he said was you know and again i'm paraphrasing but is if they decide that they want to go younger and they think jordan love is ready then that's fine. But then I guess if I want to still play, I have to go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And he said, he also said he thinks he can win MVP again in the right situation. Then he said, is that in green bear somewhere else? I don't know, but I think that you, I don't think you should shut down any opportunities. And he also said that when you say never, then, you know, sometimes things happen that you said never right. to. So never say never. It, it seems like either it's an incredible uh, gamesmanship that's going on in order to keep leverage on the green Bay side for a potential trade or it's what I think, and I'm sure you probably agree. I don't think they know. I don't think they've come to a conclusion yet. Because Rodgers also said that he wanted to take some time to get away from the emotion of the disappointment right. of the last game of the loss. He's Brady's obviously going through the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. Basically. Well, Except Brady is a free agent. So <laughs> yeah. it's not just it, – it's not a mutual – well, I guess Tampa – I think Brady's is going to be – It's it's going to come down to – the demand for him and who wants him and who's willing to give him a deal. And I think if he gets something Raiders. he likes, he's going to play again. Raiders. Yeah. Raiders or Daniels. yeah. I, I think, I think they're going to give him a chance to, I mean, obviously Derek Carr is moving on. So the, right. the Raiders need a quarterback. So you've got Tom, you only, you know, you only have a couple of uh, future hall of famers to pick from. If you want to, depending on how you want to do it. I mean, you can just sign Tom Brady. You don't have to give anything right. up. And so I the, think the McDaniel connection is what is natural. I don't think he's going to just go play for anybody that he doesn't, know and like right obviously they get along pretty well I mean, yeah he's been with them for a majority of his career not the whole career but a good majority of it well selfishly um, i hope it happens because being a phoenix resident that'd be a nice little game to go to on the road packers are playing in vegas next year i can just i can uh, get in the can. car and drive i don't have to fly if i wanted to do that we could, could make that happen so that that could be a fun one you know watch watch little brady once again a, a version <laughs> of tom brady that i'm not afraid to go watch play against my exactly. team so, um, yeah, I mean, but but with the Rodgers thing, and I think, I don't know if there was there's any other nuggets. I mean, there wasn't much 
there wasn't a whole lot to, well, here, to my take. My conclusion that I, and again, I could be wrong, but my conclusion, I've been saying he's going to re- retire. And I still think, and I know not everybody agrees with me on this. I, I still think that's a very likely possibility that he looks everything over and says, yeah, you know, I've had enough. I'm done. You know, he's a, he's he's not your normal athlete. He really isn't. He has other things that he cares about. And I mean, the guy wanted to host Jeopardy. Yeah. Right. I mean, he really did. I mean, and play football. And he was pretty good at it. I thought the week that he did it, I thought he was pretty good. He did pretty um, good. I mean, he, you know, he has other. He's not just. He's not going to be the kind of guy. And I've I've done millions of stories about players transitioning from the game. Um, he's not going to have a problem. Some players have a problem. Some players retire. They don't know what to do with themselves. They have the, they, they're not prepared. They, they're lost, and it causes all kind of problems for them. That's not Aaron Rodgers. He'll 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 do whatever he. This is thought out. He knows he knows when he retires. He has he, his plan. It's not even a plan B. Plan A will go into effect. Whatever he decides, he wants to do. So yeah, I I, I still think retirement is certainly on the table. Second, I think if he does decide he wants to play again, it will be somewhere else. I think the least, in my opinion, I think the least probable outcome is that he's the Green Bay Packers quarterback next year. Well, that's just me. That's just from reading. As Paul, if Paul was still with us, that's reading the tea leaves. Reading the tea leaves. Well, I think I think it's fluid. A lot of things will change. I mean, we we didn't hear anything two years ago. We got just. You know the the gut punch or the stun the stunner from Schefter on draft day and say what you will about the validity and how it came about and where it came from and all that kind of stuff. There was I think there was things that happened between the end of the season prior, which was the NFC Championship loss to Tampa, and that. So and you know the Packers have staunchly been and obviously this is not Ted Thompson, but between Ted Thompson and Brian Gutekunst, the team just kind of. They kind of operate on, a, I don't even know what word it is that I'm looking for, but you know, it, it doesn't, it's not a highly emotional level. It's a very analytical, very matter of fact kind of, kind of approach. Now we don't know what they're saying behind closed doors, right. but I think there's, I think there's more to be said and done, but it's uh, in a way, and it's not a complete mulligan because to say it's a mulligan means that Brian Gutekunst could get the same haul this year as he could have for Rogers last year. No. And he's, he won't in a trade, but no. It's an opportunity once again for the franchise to say, okay, here we are. He's pretty much expressed that he's not out. He hasn't said he wants to retire. He he may want to play again next year. He could retire, but could. he it sounds like he there has to be mutual interest, so he wants to play once again. Okay. There's gonna be at least one out of the other thirty one teams in the league is gonna wanna do something or make an offer for an Aaron Rodgers. There's always one well, they GM need, they need a couple. There's always one GM out there. Well, they do oh, for yeah. leverage, and but there's always a, there's always one or two GMs out there that are willing to do the the thing, whether it's smart, dumb, or or becomes smart or becomes dumb, whatever. There's there's one or two out oh, there. Absolutely, there's there'll be yeah there'll be a handful of teams that say, oh shoot, we can get Aaron Rodgers, okay, and that's what we need to go over to. You know, it won't be it won't be a Houston or a Car. I don't think there'll be a team that's. Well, he and he wouldn't want to. He's he already wouldn't said, want to. Like, he wouldn't want to play re, re, rebuild. Yeah, no. I mean, and I, and, and that wouldn't make sense. He, Houston's not going to. They're not even with Aaron Rodgers, so they win five games instead of three games. I mean, you know, that's not that's not worth their time or trouble. 
Um, but there's there are teams, the New York Jets come to mind, the Raiders, we talked about going to, if they don't get Brady, they I think they would be a team that thinks Rodgers could put them over the top. And they already have Devontae Adams, who would be in their ear, I'm sure, saying, yeah, yeah, get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then another team, a team that I think, and I, I thought about this a lot all day, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I thought I thought about them too. That's weird. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, that's I think a, that's, that's. I think that's could be the that could be the a team that's not being talked about a lot. But I think they're ready to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. They're kind of built to win. I mean, you know, they're. I wouldn't say they're rebuilding. They they want to make some changes, but they have, you know, they have a pretty solid defense and a great running back. They probably need a you know they probably need another wide receiver, but you could draft one of them in the second you know second round if you trade a first round pick for. for I mean, you can get they can get other help. I, I, this is a team that, that pops in my head because I think they, you know, they had a bad year this year. They lost seven in a row. <laughs> they were, they were having a good year after when they beat green Bay in green Bay, they looked like they were on their way to another AFC South title. And maybe who knows what seed and that was their last year. That ended up being their last two raw. Yeah. yeah. And it's unfortunate well, because, well, it's unfortunate because a team that's going to lose the last seven games of the season, you would have liked to have thought you could add one more to that list yeah. and make the playoffs, but they didn't. The well, Packers did. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll say you, you brought up Ted, Ted Thompson a couple minutes ago. If Ted Thompson was still the Packers general manager, I think Rodgers would have been traded last year. I think so as well. Ted, obviously, I mean, we, and there's precedent, you know, and 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 the Favre the Favre thing is people want to com- com- compare the Favre thing to to what's going on now at Rodgers. It's similar in that you know a future Hall of Fame quarterback is near the end and the team has to decide what to do. But Favre did retire. Favre came out and said, "I'm retiring." Mm-hmm. Packers didn't then push him toward. He said, "I'm retiring." They said, "Okay, great. You know, we'll we'll hang your jersey up." pick a day when you want to hang your jersey up and then he went back to his farm and then said nah i changed my mind i want to come back and the packers went what <laughs> and he yeah i want to come back and they had already moved on to rogers at that point and they said no you can't come back <laughs> yeah right so that was i mean and you can blame you could you well, the packers should have taken it back no they had moved they gave him every update he said i'm retiring they said are you sure yeah i'm sure you're sure they went down to business this is it, right? Yep. No, no, I'm not playing anymore. Go on. Tell Aaron it's his job. Okay. And then he changes. I mean, Rodgers hasn't done that at all. He right. has not told them. He's never said, I'm retired. He, he said he's thought about it, but he's never, you know. And he's never even said, he, he's never told them he's wanted to trade. Right. Yet, anyway. I mean, I mean, Rodgers is getting a bad rap, I think, from people. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. He's just thinking about his future is all he's doing. Right. Every player should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, there's going to be – I think there's going to be there obviously more to come because we don't know what's going to happen. But I, I think – The Packers I, have to act they and will. not react. They will. I think. They will. I, listen, if the team doesn't already know what they're doing, and, and maybe maybe there's something out there that Rodgers can do or say that might change their mind, but if the team isn't already 90% sure of what it is that they're going to do or what their, what their outcome is going to be, then we've got bigger problems because – You've been mm. dealing with this shenanigans now for two years. Like you should have, really? ar- you should have already thought about that. Well, I guess I'm saying like after 20 because it was not even two years ago when they lost it. They lost to Tampa this week two years ago. 
Right. So it's, I mean, two calendar years, three right. seasons, however yeah, you want to say. But, yeah. but I think, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Like, Brian Gutekunst, Russ Ball, Matt LaFleur, Mark Murphy, everybody should have sat, whoever else, should have already sat down and said, all right, we went through this once before. Like, if we go through this again, and they made it through last season, now they lost Devontae Adams because they didn't extend him on time, and he was upset about that. But if they don't already have, like I said, a, a really strong inclination as to what it is that they want to do, I, I mean... I don't say you you don't want to drive you don't want the decision to drive this whole thing to be like well I have to you know Brian Gutekunst saying well I made the pick and we have to live with it like no you can the Jordan Love pick right right no I mean you can and that's that I think a lot of people would be okay with that I would be okay with that but I'm not saying use that as your leverage and say like well that's the major reason why is because we have made this investment and now we have to we have to stick with it well no you can figure it out. You can you can move Aaron Rodgers on, and also say I don't know if Jordan is the guy. I mean, I don't see a situation where they both get moved, but no, you know, I mean, who who knows? No, Love I, deserves a chance. Yeah, he does, but I think that if they are sitting here saying, and again, you you mentioned earlier that Brian, what else is he going to say when he comes out and speaks, which is twice a year? If he said we went with who we thought gave us the best chance to win and Aaron Rodgers is playing with half of a thumb on his throwing hand and they're still playing Aaron Rodgers over Jordan Love when they, in a, in theory here, and for the purposes of this conversation, have decided, hey, we're going to stick with this guy next year and he's the he's the future, those two things don't go together. So, yes, he does deserve a chance, but I guess it's where the Packers feel like that chance is best well, going to be. It, it, it goes back to what you said earlier, too, though. They're almost afraid of Rodgers. <laughs> no, they are. And, and and it was the same with Favre. I, 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 Ray, Ray Rhodes, I think we, we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about this. Did we talk about this on the air? I know when we've Ray talked Ra- about Ray. Yeah, we talked about Rhodes. I don't know if this particular story, because I don't know which one it is. Favre had a broken thumb. Ray's one year with the Packers. Favre had a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. And Ray wanted to sit him and play... Brunel was gone, so it wasn't Hasselbeck? Brunel. Who was the backup? I think it was Hasselbeck, wasn't it? It might have been. Probably. It might have been one. It might have been. Brunel was definitely one. gone. Yeah, Brunel was, was long gone. Yeah. Um, but it was, they had a decent backup. They had it. Oh, that was the kid that went to New Orleans. Aaron Brooks. Brooks, okay. That's who I, I'm pretty sure that he was the backup. Hasselbeck might have been third. But anyway, Ray wanted to sit far. And let his and let his hand heal, and then you know when it's ready, put him back in. But let him sit two, three weeks, and Wolf wouldn't let him. Yeah, because of the streak, and it's Brett Favre. No, you can't. If Brett says he can play, you play him. And uh, you know, uh, again, when when players start running the team, you miss you go eight and nine and miss the playoffs. Right. I say I did a. We'll talk about what I wrote, but I, I just I have a story up on Packer Report now um, about what ifs, and one of my what ifs was, what if they would have sat Rogers after the Giants game, and if, let his thumb heal, right, and let Love play, they wouldn't have done any worse because they didn't win any games, right. They lost four in a row after he broke his thumb, so if Love plays, they they couldn't they you know. <laughs> They, they, and I think I, to be honest, I think they may have won one of those games. Well, so I like even, more than most people, though. So maybe even not. back then, well, even back then, he had 
seven years worth of the streak. And at that point it was, it was a thing where it was like, you gotta, you gotta protect the streak. You can't sit Brett Favre at this point. And so there was, there's your leverage for him over Ray Rhodes. If we want to just finish up that conversation about 99, like, yeah, he exercises a ton of, of, you know, he had a, a ton of control there. And as far as Rogers goes, I think the team, for the for the sake of if they're going to move forward, they have to they have to take control and step up and say, "Hey, it's our call. We're we're doing this. This is what we're doing here." For right. the players that are going to be back and play next year, they have to make a definitive statement. Like you said, they have to act, not react. And this right. is part of it. They have to send the message to the locker room: "We're going with Jordan. He's our quarterback. We're moving on from Aaron." And honestly. Even the veterans, and I'm including David Bakhtiari, I think maybe with the exception of Randall Cobb, every single other player, including Mercedes Lewis, if he decided he wanted to play again, would come back, would be okay with, with Jordan Love at quarterback. I agree. The team is the team is fine, obviously, the front office and the Matt LaFleur might even be relieved. You know, oh, finally. God, yes. Finally, well, and it's like you said said before, mm-hmm. and I want to get more into that. When, when you compared it to Shanahan and the 49ers winning with Brock Purdy, um, or, even, or even winning with Jimmy Garoppolo for, for that matter, I we haven't really seen we've seen parts of what Matt Lafleur wants to do. Every once and again, Rogers lets him, lets Lafleur run his offense, mm-hmm. but more times than not, we see Aaron Rodgers' offense. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying we're not seeing everything LaFleur wants to do. Because LaFleur wants to be, he wants to look like the 49ers. That's why he drafted DeGuara in the third round to be that, um, like, what's the kid's name? I can never pronounce his name. The the guy the 49ers have, the fullback. Oh, Juszczyk? Juszczyk, yeah. yeah. They want him to be him. Yeah. You know? They want to run the ball more. They want to look like the 49ers offensively. And they don't. They don't look at anything like the 49ers. They look like Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, you know, doing what he wants to do, which, again, I'm not saying. They won a bunch of games with him doing that. But it's not what the head coach really, really, really wants. Now, that's why – that's the main reason I want to see – I want to move – they have to move on. They just have to. They, they can't keep – and listen, I, and I'm not I, – I hope they, if Rodgers goes to Tennessee, I'll be rooting for a Green Bay-Tennessee Super Bowl. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Right. Oh, that would oh, that would be cool. That would be like when Gruden went to Tampa after he left yep. uh, the Raiders and he ended up facing the Raiders. Yeah. Cool. But I would root for it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm not one of these people that if they trade at Rodgers, oh, I, I hope he goes 0-17. I hope he stay. Now, if there was a – now, I would if there was a – no, it would work the other way. It would be like – because, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I – I was, I was going to say if the pick if, – well, if, if they got a – if they got a pick in 2024, then no, I wouldn't want Tennessee to be bad because then the pick would be a better pick. Um, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather them go 0 and 17. The Packers get the first pick in 20 than getting the 32nd pick if they go to Super Bowl. But, but, right. but you know what I mean. I, I would, I would wish no ill will toward Aaron Rodgers. I would still admire him as a as a player, and a, and I, I, you know, unless Tennessee's playing or whoever he goes to, unless they're playing Green Bay, I'd, I'd want that team to win because I like Aaron Rodgers. Well, and, and now, it's, Favre it's, was different. it's one of those things. Well, the, yeah, and Favre, like you said, the, the way he did it, that was obviously. Well, the Jets, I didn't care. Actually, I wanted him to, to, I wanted the Jets to win because that, that pick was tied into, um, they, they got a second, I believe, right? For Favre. I thought it was a third. Was it a third? I thought yeah, it was a third. Yeah. Right. You might be right because the Jets didn't do anything. I think if they made the playoffs, it was a second. And if they want to play it, there was a way it could have been a first. Like, the better the Jets did, the better that pick became. So I did want the Jets to do well. But then when he went to the Vikings, that's when I said, all right, that's no. Like, no, I'm not rooting for Brett Favre. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he kind of weaseled his way, and then he showed up, and he was in the press box or in the suite for family yeah. night and all that other kind of stuff. A lot of shenanigans. Aaron Rodgers isn't doing that. He's not going to no. do that, or he's not no. going to do that or go, go that route. Well, just the fact that Rodgers has been much better to love Mm-hmm. Jordan Love mm-hmm. than Favre was to Rodgers. I mean, okay, I'll give him credit for that, but I mean, after everything he went through and everything he said, like the very least that you ha- you kind of have to do is you have to walk the talk and be good to your backup because right. you were not treated well. And we all know that the well-documented stories of what Aaron went through when, when he got there and how he and Brett interacted, although he did say some weird stuff, like, hey, you know, something about grandpa. I fully believe Rodgers said that. Oh, and then, yeah, and, then, and, then, and then, and then, and then it's the like, you know, when he used to, um, Rogers got like a 43 on the, he got a really high score on the Wonderlick, which doesn't surprise anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Favre did not. And apparently Rogers would bring that up all the time too. You know, Hey Brett, what'd you get on the Wonderlick? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I do. You got a 18 or whatever, whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Rogers, Rogers fought back. He didn't just sit there and let Favre push him around. He took his shots back. They just didn't get. And it's funny because now they're like they're obviously they they become pretty good friends, mm-hmm. or at least it seems that way. Yeah. But no, Favre did not treat Rogers with open well, arms. And you're seeing now, and you may not have seen it, but I saw it. I've already seen it earlier this week, where you're getting all these side by sides, where it's like Favre in an interview says something, and then. Rogers in, in an interview says something similar, but it's in a different context or it's not really, it's just, 
everyone's going to try to do everything they can to to make it look like oh Rodgers came around and finally realized what Brett had to go through and Brett finally had to you know atone for some of those things that he did in the ways that he treated Aaron Rodgers and it's like you know they, we're talking about 30 well not 30 it wasn't 30 years ago but we're we're talking about 18 18 years ago when when this whole thing started you're talking about a guy who started playing football in the in the late 80s and the 90s like just different it's like growing up in different eras things were just different back then like the stuff that kids can and can't do and parents can and can't do you didn't experience growing up and i didn't experience growing up they're always right. very different it evolves and changes well, and you know there's that crazy stat too i'm sure you've seen it maybe you haven't well that if this if rogers doesn't play for the packers again his last pass was intercepted Favre's last pass was intercepted. Yeah, they were both like two for seven in their last. And they were both their last two for six for twelve yards. Yeah, and they yeah for twelve that's yards, weird. and the last I pass mean, was a pick. Weird. That, yeah, that's just kind of weird. I, the, I mean, the last pass being a pick that that makes you say, well, but they were both two for six for the same amount of yards. That's even scarier. Well, it stands. Me, that's like <laughs> it's it stands out more that Rogers' last throw was a pick because he's one of the you know least, he doesn't throw picks, least, right? least turned over quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. In fact, he's you look at all the others, even Brady and everyone else who's done won a ton, and they they all have more picks than Rogers. Yeah, he doesn't. He just doesn't like to throw the throw the uh, to throw the ball away. So we were originally, I mean, you know, Rogers comes on and, on McAfee and spoke. I mean, we were originally we're gonna, we're going to talk about free agency. And some of the some of these free agents, and I think some of the free agents that the Packers have are tied to Aaron Rodgers. And I guess I would just say that that's mostly to me that's mostly Randall Cobb and whether the Packers yeah. would even want him back if Rodgers isn't coming back. A B would he want to come back? I'm sure he would if Aaron returns. If Aaron's Cobb not back, comes back, Randall comes back too. Well, and if and if and if he doesn't, I don't think he does. But like no. Mar- Mercedes Lewis, you know what we we've talked about that before, where it's like you know he's. He's valuable and helpful, and he did, you know, come on a little bit in the passing game. But the Packers, for the love of God, like they they need a dynamic tight end. And Robert Tunyon's a free agent here, so maybe we don't get yeah. through the whole list, Mark. But tight end has obviously well, been a very has been a, is a position of need. So maybe maybe we talk about that one because Tunyon also probably one of the big reasons why Rodgers won that MVP in 2020 because he caught a ton of balls and a lot of touchdowns and a lot of touchdowns. I would, I mean, again, the Packers, now keep in mind, there, there is a cap, and the Packers are gonna, aren't going exactly comfortable. And again, depending on what happens with Rodgers, they can be more comfortable or less, and depending on if they trade him, when they trade him, if he retires, when he retires, a lot of that goes into it. So there's that to think about. They can do some other things to create cap space, and, and they will. I can't give Tunyon a ton of money because he didn't have a great, he's coming, he's not coming off, the fact that he played all year was impressive to me because, you know, he had the same injury as Bakhtiari and Jenkins, and he responded better than both of them. Right. I mean, quicker, I should say, than both of them. Now a year removed from that ACL, maybe he is ready to become the old guy, the guy that we saw in 2020, you know. But I can't give him – I mean, I. but here's, here's the other question. Who is going to give him a lot of money, right? I mean – Nobody. I don't think he's going to have some big I – I don't think the Packers are going to have to – out outbid somebody right i mean he's not gonna he i don't think he's gonna be real again because he's not he, he has he had the knee injury and he's coming off a subpar year again i mean it's probably another one-year deal maybe the timing of his injury was very unfortunate for him because if he yeah. follows it up with even a, a serviceable healthy season at 21 he's probably 
either extended in Green Bay and they had to maybe slightly overpay to keep him because they had to, or another team another team gives him really good money. But at this point right now, he may end up coming back to Green Bay just simply because he won't have as many suitors or the money that right. he thought. And and the other thing too is is that sometimes you're more valuable in the offense that you're playing. And now if the quarterback yes. changes, that could change the the story. Although it's still the Matt Lafleur offense. It's, let's just for the right. argue, sake yeah, of I mean, argument say it's still the same same offense. And it's not just that. I mean, people don't understand sometimes. I mean, people take the human element out of out of sports sometimes, and and you really should. I mean. Yeah, listen. There are guys that will just take the big, you know, don't don't whatever the whoever's offering me the most money, that's where I'm going to go, and that's fine. I, I, you know, but think of it at think think of yourself sometimes. Like, would you leave your job for a little bit more money, but to move from to move to Cleveland? Now, maybe you would, maybe, and that's fine. I, I would never criticize anybody for for taking the best offer, but. Maybe you don't want to, maybe you like living in Wisconsin, maybe, you you know, or vice versa. Maybe you don't like, maybe you want to go somewhere warm. Yeah. So if the Dolphins offer you a deal, maybe not even as good as the Packers do, maybe you're saying, you know what, I'm, I don't, I'm tired of playing in the cold. I want to go live in Miami. Nightlife, in Tampa. you know, your family, if you've got kids in school, all that, we've talked about that stuff before. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, if you're comfortable, if you like where you are and their offer is fair or more than fair. I I think a lot of times you just take it and don't even look somewhere else because you're already there. Yes, you you're know, and you know, you like and you there. have friends on the team, and yeah, yeah, some guys are going to leave, but fifty three aren't going to leave. I mean, yeah, a couple are going to leave every year. That 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 happens everywhere. I mean, look at the 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 classic example is Devontae Adams. Oh, I want to go play with my best friend Derek Carr. I want to go. He's my best friend. We've always talked about playing together. I want Carr's gone. He mm-hmm. played one year. Yep. <laughs> And I, I don't mean, think they saw. I don't think they foresaw that happening. Like I think. I don't he, think. I don't think Adam. If Adam's new car was only going to be there for a year, he probably isn't all that crazy about going to play for the Raiders for one year. Well, right? and as it is, you know, fortune shines down on him right now, and he'll have an opportunity to catch passes from either, I guess, Brady or Rogers, depending on who ends up there. Maybe, or may, maybe it'll be Ryan maybe Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, it could be. No, it could be. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot to be figured out. There's a lot to be figured I'm out just there. Saying, but, people, players, and all sports. I mean, we're we're talking football, but it happens in baseball and basketball as well. You know, they move. And again, I would never, ever, ever criticize a player for taking the best offer. That's that's why that's why free agency started, because the the owners held all the you know, you had one offer. That was it. You you, you couldn't go anywhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I would never. But with that said. Sometimes the best offer isn't the best thing for the best scenario or outcome for the player. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if if we're talking eighteen million, you know, eighteen million over three years versus twenty-one million over three years, after taxes, you know, so it's a little bit more. And if you, you know, and the cost, and then you got to put the cost of living in. It's cheaper to live in Green Bay than it is to live in Philadelphia. Right. Just to use an example, you know, I mean. So there's a lot that goes into things, mm-hmm. you know, state income tax. That's oh, where yeah. that's where the Florida team have a little advantage. Is there another is, is uh, Nevada same thing? I don't know. That. Is there a state income tax there? I don't know. Okay, I thought they there was. I thought there was one other, but yeah, it's well. Th- it, there are a couple of players we know the list, and a lot of podcasts right. right now are doing the whole 
free agency thing. And so I think it, it's, it's, you've probably heard a bunch of takes on it before. And well, I did a story on, that's on pack. It's been on up for a while now on pack report. I just went through every guy mm-hmm. and, and said, well, Oh, we got a couple minutes. Let's just, let, I'm just going to throw the names at you quick. And you just tell me, uh, stay or go. Okay. Adrian Amos stay. I think so too, because they're paying him. He's going to count 7 million against their cap whether he's here or not. I don't think the Packers want to go into this offseason with both safety positions a question mark and I think they'll I try. They may they might not end up happening but I'll they're not going to just not negotiate. They're not going to not try. Right. I I I think because if if he's willing to take anything less than 7 million like a one-year deal for 6 million, it's worth it because he's still going to count 7 million no matter what happens. So he's not hurting your cap if he takes Anything less than that. So I think, yeah, I agree. Uh, Corey Ballantyne. Gone. I think so, too. But keep in mind, he was ahead of, of Shamar John Charles the whole year. Is he a safety or a corner? Corner. corner. But he's a special teams player is what he is. But he's not a very good corner. But he, I mean, they I could, think they could bring, bring him back. back I just him to camp and see what happens. He's not going to get too much money. Yeah. Uh, Randall I'm... Cobb. Gone. I agree. Especially if Rodgers is gone. Uh, Mason Crosby gone i hate to say it yeah and you're you're giving up and but you've gotta you gotta rip the band-aid off or bite the bullet whichever phrase you want to use because he had a good year you're you you're giving up some very valuable accuracy in in the later months of the season but you can't keep having two kickers and they've been they've they've obviously been actively looking at young kickers this whole year and he had mark mark what's your old adage about when you have a bet you didn't you don't you didn't have a back problem you have a back problem right and so he has a back problem he didn't even he couldn't kick it all in camp or in preseason until the season started right no yeah I, i'm with you on that one uh rudy ford stay keep yep i would keep him to for nothing i mean special teams I don't, yeah special teams and he showed he can help you out a little bit i don't i think he played a little too much on on defense but he can get you through a game here and there so yeah i would keep it mm-hmm. uh justin hollins go See, I keep him. Okay. He's not, he's not going to cost anything, and he's proven he's better than John Garvey. Yeah, and I, I guess... bring him back. Now, if, if in camp somebody a rookie beats him out, that's fine, but I at least bring him to camp. Right. Uh, Alan Lazard. See, I, I think they should keep him. But you know it or not. He said goodbye. <laughs> well, he... Yeah, he yeah he did, and I'm, I wondered if that wasn't just the emotions talking yeah, he or, if he's already, or if he's already out the door. He's out the door. First of all, he's going to get decent money, and he's not going to be anything. Watson and Dobbs are going to be their one-two next year, right? So, or they want Watson and Dobbs to be one-two. So you can't pay your number three guy big money. You just no, can't. and I think I think someone had mentioned that the wide receiver, uh, like the the free agent crop, is not great. So Lazard is going to get an inflated deal. Yeah, he'll get what MVS got last year, probably, which was a little too much. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Dallin, Dallin Levitt. See, I keep him. Me too. Because of his uh, special teams. Yep. And he'll want to come back because he loves Bisacchi. And again, he's he's, he's going to make like a, he he made one point two million last year. He, mm-hmm. he takes the same he takes the same deal next year. Uh, Lewis, we already talked about, right? Mercedes. I guess if he wants to come back, if he wants to come back, bring him back. I say in a perfect world, he comes back as a tight ends coach. Yeah. 
kind of what he is anyway a little bit. But I mean, yeah, he would be a, he if he wants to come back, I bring him back because he'd be. I'm assuming that if the Packers may add a young tight end to this roster somewhere, if they draft, I mean, I would think they draft one somewhat in the first couple of rounds, maybe not first round, but somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he'd be a perfect, he's a perfect mentor for that young kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Lowry. No, do not yeah, bring back. So either. Unless he, unless he's willing to take a, you know, next to nothing deal and be a veteran backup to the, to Wyatt and Slayton and, you know, if he but, comes yeah. if he comes back, I want two things to happen. I want him to understand that he's the fourth or fifth guy yeah. on the depth chart. Yep. I also want a firm commitment from Jerry Montgomery and Matt LaFleur that Dean Lowry is the fourth or fifth defense. I don't want him out there ahead of Devontae Wyatt. No. no. Well, if you're paying him if he comes back on a one year, you know, minimum veterans minimum deal. Yeah, he's not. He's he knows what he's got. You know, a lot of times the more money you make, the more you play. So right. All right, here's one. I'm, I know what you're going to say, but and I agree. But Keyshawn Nixon, Jeez. you cannot. If he leaves, he leaves. You can't. It can't be because you didn't try to keep him. You've got to bring him back. Right. And he and he would. He's, I think he wants to come. He's, I mean, well, he, he's going to be expensive, but yeah, he's going to be more than the nine hundred and five thousand he made last year. Open up the wallet. <laughs> But you're gonna have to pay. I don't know what I don't know what the top return guys make, but you're gonna have to pay him whatever the top return guys make. He's he's just he's so much more valuable than just what he does on the field too. Right, people. Yeah, he he was a leader on that special teams. Hey, that special teams got a lot better for a reason. It was coaching and the, the players that the coach brought in. And again, then again, having Bisaccia, Nixon came to the Packers because of Bisaccia. So again, this is a case where. Yeah, maybe the the Ravens are offering him a little bit more. But does he want to go to Baltimore and play for a guy he don't know, or does he want to stay with Basakia? I think. Right. He, I mean, and, the, and because special teams tends to be a lot of guys that are younger, and usually they're under contract longer, you get more continuity. I think the Packers right. special teams will pick up where they left well, off. Oh, they'll be better next year. Yeah, if they assuming let Levitt and and Ford and Nixon are back. Yeah, they'll be, and then they're going to add guys to that. They're going to draft some guys that are going to that you hope will play special. Teams and listen, and, and you know, for as as much as I didn't like the Packers keeping Tyler Davis, he actually proved pretty valuable on specials. Was he? That guy he's a good blocker. <laughs> okay, it's a good blocker. Yeah. Well, he's. We'll get to him eventually too. All right, Jaron uh, Reed. I say yes. Yeah. Now he's thirty-one. So he's up there in age, and it's yeah. not something the Packers usually do. But if right. he wants to come back and it's a one-year deal and it's for whatever the vet minimum is for his vested years. Oh, if he wants to play for that cheap. I think some team will give him a little more. Probably. Probably be the then, It'll probably be the I'm Vikings. not paying him. I'm not giving him big money. <laughs> uh, Tunyon, we already, kind of, we, we already kind of talked about. Uh, Eric Wilson. Uh, Eric Wilson, I mean, I I would say no. I feel like he's a guy you can bring back if you need to. Well, I'd bring him back because, again, for, he was pretty good on special He was real good on special teams, actually. He did have the block. Yeah, and he was, he did other things, too. He blocked that um, uh, punt, yep. Right. He's And he, he's, he moved ahead of Chris Barnes at linebacker. Barnes wasn't dressing at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, all right, and that leads me to Barnes. All right, now they have three – Restricted free agents. 
Chris Barnes is number one. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the I, I think the tea leaves. I try there. to trade him. Mm-hmm. Can you get a sixth, seventh round pick for him? If you can, do it. I mean, he was a starter at one point, right? I mean, they got a they got a seventh round pick for that Cole Van Lannan last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, did, they did. You know, so you might be if I can get a sixth or seventh round pick for for Chris Barnes, go for it. I do it. He was undrafted, so if you know you yeah, win that, you win you that deal, right? Tyler Davis. Yes. You can't give him a lot of money, though, right? No, and I don't think he's not going to garner a lot of money. Well, if you tender him, it's automatic. Mm, yeah, I, I think the Packers can get away with with either a, a very non-tender, even a non-tender, or a very low. Yeah, his value uh, is then, he's he's not going to get a lot of interest. No, I wouldn't think, right? No. All right, now here's one that you might you're probably not going to agree with me on, but Yash Nyman. So Yash obviously was. I think the Packers see Zach Tom. As ahead of Nyman, so you you've mentioned it before too. I I mean, I I think you trade Nyman, don't you? I like yes, that's what I say. Okay, see, I I think you got to try to because I I just I don't know if you can roster three because you don't want to lose them for nothing. Well, you and I are both assuming that uh, Bakhtiari is back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, I'm I'm assuming Bakhtiari's back, and I got Zach Tom at the other at the other tackle, and I have Walker. And the kid whose name I always forget, who they signed during the season and put him and was actually ahead of Walker on the depth chart. Caleb Jones. Um, no, he's he was behind. I get, you have him too. Uh, he's a monster. Now the kid, the um, the Colts drafted him and he was on the Colts practice squad, and then the Packers signed him. Oh. Luke Tenuto. Oh, that yeah, that's right. I mean, they 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 he dressed ahead of Walker at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So they have three young tackles. Along with Bakhtiari and Tom, I'm not giving. I mean, the second round tender is four million dollars. I don't know if I can pay a third. If Tom has proven that he's better than Nyman, right? I mean, at least it looked that way the last two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. So now Nyman would would make a perfect number three tackle, but mm-hmm. can you pay, when you're a cap strapped team, can you pay your your third tackle four million dollars? No, I don't think so. No, you can't. But and his I, agent's going to argue that he was a starter at one point, and that's why I think you have to trade him or try. Yeah, and I think I can get a, a fourth round pick. Yeah, don't say or a third. More. Don't, don't, don't say don't say a third. I'd rather get a fourth and a sixth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a third. Yeah, right. <laughs> if a team offers me a third, I say no, no, give me a four and a six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that and and that's it. Yeah. So we agree. I, think, I, I thought you were going to tell me that you want. No, I'm glad. So we agree on that. Well, it would have. I would have said. I want to keep Yash just because I think he is valuable, but it, it didn't make me feel good to see him get replaced in a in a right. de facto playoff game by a rookie. But I'm glad that they had the rookie and the rookie was able to replace him. He's, so that it's was a, a good. He's going to be a good player, I think. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And the offense. Now here's here's an interesting one. This isn't a free agent conversation. God, I love it. Our our off the rails version. This is why everyone comes to Thursday Pack a Day. The one the one thing I I want to challenge everyone to look at. Um, and Mark, we haven't talked about it much because it never really came up much but Josh Myers at center he he didn't he didn't finish the season particularly strong I'm really curious Everybody to see if the, to say that. I didn't I didn't notice he was okay I but I, I'm really curious to see what the Packers do in the draft as far as if they grab a center in the mid rounds oh they may they may they probably will they're going to have an extra some extra comp picks in there and again if they make trades they'll have extra picks I think they, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but 
Was he that bad? I mean, I I didn't. He I'll wasn't. I didn't. He wasn't awful, but I think a lot of a lot of people who have keen eyes for things like that, like even Mike Wall, has said that he regressed. Okay. And I trust, I trust Mike's yeah, opinion. Uh, yeah. And Andy, I think Andy Herman's grades that he did, uh, he didn't grade out particularly well, and I think he didn't grade out as well as he he did last year. No, he right. He didn't have as good a year this year as last year. Now he stayed healthy this year, which was good. Right. Because he missed some games last year, he had some. He had the finger, and I think he had a, uh, something else. But they they're going to need that figured out. The center obviously is very important. Yeah, I, they, I don't think they replace. I, I no, someone wrong. would have to beat him out. Yeah, and that's not going to be easy. The question is: is is the position? I think the Packers go into the offseason saying, "Hey, you're the center, but that doesn't mean we're not going to bring somebody and look at oh, him." Oh no, you and, draft one. I mean, because first of all, you you kind of need you kind of need a backup center unless, unless you think, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know, unless you're going to, I want to, you're going to move Elton Jenkins again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't think so. I think, no, I, I think, think, I think that experiment is, I mean, you in a pinch or in a pinch. Yeah. But if you've got David Bakhtiari and Zach Tom, you don't, you have the luxury of not needing to do that. No, I didn't mean to tackle me moving Jenkins to center. Oh, it's center. Yeah. That's what he played in college. Yeah, in a in a pinch, I guess you could, but then you know, not if it means Royce Newman is on the field at the other guard spot. No, thank you. He won thirteen games with him last year. That's all. That's all I know about Royce. Newman. In spite of him, I think is more of how I see it. But still won thirteen games. They didn't kill him that bad. <laughs> they did. Uh, uh, and when you took him out, you lost. Ask the quarterback. Yeah, ask ask the quarterback how he felt about the protection with with Newman out there. Well, but, Love wouldn't know. Love yeah. wasn't out there. Well, the quarterback, quarterback, the quarterback who was out there, <laughs> oh. you got me, zing. All I know is they won 13 games with them. They bench them, and they lost. Yep. And only scored 10 points. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, you know, they botched they botched the lineup two years in a row. This year, you can't blame the line, but I still I still can't believe they moved Billy Turner to left tackle, and and they just who did they play last year? Was that they moved Billy to left San tackle? San Francisco. No, that was two years ago. Uh, that was oh, no, the... no, last year. You're right. Yeah, because here's they put Billy Turner at left. Oh, and they put the guy Dennis Kelly right at right mm-hmm. tackle. Yeah, and they didn't play Neiman at all. Yep. And they should have let Neiman at left tackle. Left Billy. They weakened themselves at two positions. They were worried about Turner was a good Turner was a good right tackle. He was not a good left tackle. Yeah, Nick Bosa won the mental game there. Yeah. They want an experience. Well, I want uh, experience is good sometimes, but sometimes I just want the better player. Yeah. Um, yeah. No and then two years, they did something against Tampa too, didn't they? Move the, they moved the line around that game too. That was, uh, yeah, that was uh, Rick, Rick Wagner. Yes. But, uh, but did they have a choice? Uh, I think they kind of did because didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did yeah, they, they had a choice because they did what I wouldn't have done. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what it was. But no, they, they definitely they definitely panicked with Bakhtiari being hurt, and it didn't it did not work out well for them at all. But well, you know, who a guy that we're not talking, and we'll, we'll get into this later. We, we can talk about offensive linemen, but and again, he had a miserable rookie year and wound up getting suspended. But they liked enough of Sean Ryan that they took him in the third round. Mm-hmm. Can he play? Is he a does, does he have a future as a backup? At least a backup guard? I don't know. He's a big question mark for me. I'm not even penciling I'm him in too, at this point. Because, I don't like steroid guys. Yeah, he's, I, I'm not even penciling him in because he could end up being somebody the Packers just say, we're going to cut bait. Another third-round pick. Jesus. 
Yeah, I don't. I you you got me. I don't know. That's you know, it's it's befuddling. But and until they get it right, they can't handle the third. They can't get the third round right. So it's been a while. Has yeah, just has not been has not been good for them. So over at Packer Report, you have uh, what is up now? What is upcoming? All right, what's up now? Well, the, the free agent story is you can find it. It's still there somewhere. But the the latest story is, and this was kind of fun to write. So I hope people like it. Um, apparently it's getting a lot of views, but I did what ifs. I said, you know, if you watch the Packers this year during the course of the year, you said to yourself, I wonder what if, well, I gave you 10 what ifs that what if they did this and what if they did that? And what if they didn't do this? And it was kind of fun. This was, you know, it's an off season kind of, mm-hmm. you know, since the Packers aren't playing and like, <laughs> like we thought they would be. And then coming up is my Packer, awards I give out um, I said it you know the Packers aren't going to win any of the NFL awards this year right um, so I the I, the awards that the NFL gives out I gave out the MVP offensive player of the year defense player of the year rookie of the year defense you know offense defense rookies coach of the year all that kind of stuff right okay so, that, so that'll be up later today okay and quick slants right. is kind of week to week. If there's any news, I'll have that up in, on Mondays over at Game On Wisconsin. So get over there and check that out. I think some of our other shows are also taking some time off for the off season. Unfortunately, started way too soon. But you and I will be back next week on Thursday. We'll have more more to talk about with regards to the Packers. I'm sure we'll have some fun topic. And then if anybody gets on a, any any of the podcasts or shows and and says a bunch of interesting stuff, then we'll talk about that. All right. So. Should be good. Another weekend of playoff football. We'll have have more of the playoff picture next week and more Packers hey, talk. Who, when do the Vikings play? Uh, September. I don't know what twelfth. <laughs> I had to get a tenth. Yeah, September tenth. I, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. But yeah, you know, they yeah, they they liked it. They were asking us, "Hey, when was when was your playoff game?" Yeah, it's exactly. like, well, you know, I mean, did you really were the six extra days that you had in your season worth it? Losing at home to the to a first year coach, eh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, first year coach versus a first year well, coach, yeah. but but thir- you know, thirteen wins. You know, like they they ripped the Packers. Oh, you won thirteen games. Well, at least the Packers made it past the first round every year. Yeah. Even when they lost last year, it was the second round because they had a buy in the first round. Right. That was kind of fun watching the Vikings lose. Yeah, absolutely true. Always is. Always when is. When it's fourth and eight, could you throw a three yard pass? Or no, not? I've said that, that a thousand times, especially to T.J. Hawkinson. That's when I, I've, I've said it a thousand times, there's a version of the Gallerhorn that ends with a big fart noise, and I wish <laughs> I wish I could find it because that's that's exactly what that's exactly what it was. But that's a great way to end the show, I guess. Everybody, stay warm wherever you're at. It's winter time, so take care of yourself. Be good. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of the playoff games this weekend. We'll be back next Thursday, and as always, go pack, go.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.